Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back in. Third quarter of the Keystone Kickoff Show. As promised, we got a lot of Penn State wrestling to tackle with Brandon Pelter joining us for the next 30 minutes or so. Talking about Penn State winning another national title. It's kind of like you yawn and it's just, it just, it just happens for them. We know it's a lot more complicated, a lot harder than that, but Penn State really in such a tremendous groove. Eight titles in nine seasons. And Brandon, uh, this one happened, and it was locked up before the finals, before the medal matches, and there just wasn't a whole lot of drama when it came to the team race. How crazy is that? Like, I can't, I can't really think back to the previous seven um, titles in this stretch, but there just was no drama whatsoever in this one. Well, the fact of the matter is, it was officially locked up on uh, on Saturday morning, but by Friday night, Penn State needed to lose out, and Ohio State needed all bonus point victory so in my book it was even essentially locked up on on friday night which which is even more incredible and uh, just shows how good of a tournament penn state had yeah really even by their standards and i think just you saw the depth of the lineup coming through uh in a few different ways but uh one thing i wanted to ask you and we'll go through all the different medalists and you know the, the three champs uh jason nolpo nickel anthony kassar but I heard this phrase a lot, and I know that you know we've heard it before in the past that uh, whenever Kale Sanderson speaks. But you heard his wrestlers talking about wrestling with gratitude. What does that mean, and how is that kind of like a mantra for success for Penn State? Well, I think that that all starts with Kale. That um, that is kind of a way of life, and uh, and he preaches that to the team. That's always the message grateful to be there, grateful to have the opportunity, um, and to just make the most of what you have out in front of you, grateful to be um, on on such a good team and, and uh, to have the opportunity to, you know, score them points and to win a team title. It's, it's about recognizing, I think, that this journey is more so than just you. Uh, it, it is a full team race, and it is a full um, a team effort going throughout the tournament. So that's not something that just pops up um, for the NCAA tournament. That is a year-round mantra in that wrestling room. It's something that I've heard now for the past three years being around this team. It's something that Kale truly believes in, and uh, and it's something that the wrestlers buy into as well. Well, clearly they buy into it, and clearly that's part of the attitude that helps these guys just wrestle so well when there's a lot on the line. I know this has been a talking point for us before, but I do think the the gratitude and the bigger-than-you thing factors into the whole mentality. It also factors in, I think, to the type of wrestler that Cale Sanderson is recruiting and the kind of kid that he wants in the first place. No question. No question. I, I think for Cale... You know, one of the few things more important than, than raw ability when you, uh, when he is looking at guys to bring in is their mental ability, their mental strength, their willingness to grow. Um, and, you know, one thing that I think they do really well leading up to the NCAAs is they keep everything the same. I mean, that wrestling room is as intense leading up to a regular duel as it is leading up to the NCAAs. 
Um, and they try to keep everything the same throughout the season. And I think that's pretty important. I mean, you want, yeah, there's, there's everything on the line, but you want your guys doing the same thing week in and week out. They shouldn't automatically be preparing differently right before the NCAAs and be changing things up. So, you know, throughout the season, things are crazy and, and, you know, maybe they come down a notch before NCAAs, but for the most part, everything is the same for that team, and that consistency means a lot. One other quick detour here before we get into uh, the actual action on the map, but I've seen people shift gears, and I don't know whether this is entitlement or the, the a fan base of a dominant program, but you hear a lot of people already turning the page and looking ahead to next season. Have you given much thought to replacing those voids, Jason Nolf, Bo Nickel, and you know there are some other things to sort out in that lineup? A little bit, and uh, and I see for the fans how um, how easy it is when you have such a good team. You know, you're always looking forward. You're always thinking about how you know Penn State might win it next year. So I've thought about it a little bit, and that aided by Kyle Cannell tweeting a few weeks back that he intends to transfer to Penn State if he gets a, a medical redshirt, which I'd be surprised if he didn't get it. Of course, Cannell injured at the start of this season um, and stopped wrestling. So I'd be surprised if he didn't get it. Um, and, and also, we've had a lot of talk with the guys about some of the medical red shirts. Anthony Kassar applied for one, and it sounds like that is still on the table and a, and a good possibility. I believe Shakur Rashid did as well, though there hasn't been as much talk around that. So I've thought about it a little bit, um, and, and I don't think uh, there's much of a surprise, but Penn State should be good again, although there's a long off season to go and, uh, and and certainly a few holes to replace. We're talking Penn State wrestling here with Brandon Pelter on the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by GoPSURV.com. We are just a few weeks away from the blue-white game. If you weren't able to win the free RV that we gave away a couple weeks back, GoPSURV.com still has a great deal for you. Starting at just $350 for a group of four, you arrive Friday before the blue-white game, which is on April 13th. You can stay through Sunday. There's a free 409 tailgate club meal included in that price. Free shuttle to and from Beaver Stadium. You get the ultimate tailgate experience, and there's just not a whole lot to think about when it comes to logistics. You show up on the lot, you hang out in an RV, which, uh, you know, I, I've said this a bunch of times, it's a lot better, in my opinion, than staying in a hotel room or something. You're tailgating the whole weekend through and through. You get a ride there, you get a ride back. Uh, you can call Mark today, 1-800-519-8467. You can also go to gopsurv.com to get a little bit more information for the blue-white game. Awesome deal. 350 bucks for a group of four. Uh, to get back to wrestling here, Brandon, uh, uh, as I mentioned, Jason Nolf, Bo Nickel, Anthony Kassar, all champions. Uh, Nick Lee, fifth place finisher at 141. Roman Bravo Young, a seventh place finisher, right? Seventh at 133. Um, any of those things really jump off the page? Like for me, I, I know that uh, Roman Bravo Young to to finish on the podium in that weight class as a freshman. That class was so loaded with talent, and he started as the 10 seed, worked his way through, got an All-America finish. That was one that really stood out to me. Yeah, Roman actually the 8 spot there, but eighth, yeah. All-American nonetheless, you're right. And, uh, and I think in such a difficult 133 class, I think we talked about this last week, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to think of the last time you had such a talented top-to-bottom weight class for a true freshman to be able to do that for Penn State. I don't think they could have asked for much more than an All-American finish. And uh, 
and it was tough for him. No, no question about it. I mean, he gets the 8-2 decision over Mario again to start things out, and then, bam, he's looking at Austin DeSanto from Iowa. So, you know, it's, it's second round. He was put to the test. Uh, DeSanto was able to win, and he had a long road to wrestle back, but he was able to do it. And we see uh, just how many points Penn State was able to score there in the team race over 130. That was a part of it. And and uh, and it's all about that mentality for Penn State. We saw Nick Lee able to wrestle back last year ever after getting pinned in his uh, first match at NCAA. is able to wrestle back to uh, fifth place this year. I think maybe a little more di- disappointing for Nick Lee, making his way to the semifinals and then placing fifth again. But we saw him uh, pin his guy to win fifth. You could see some of that frustration kind of coming out in that. Yeah, it's a it's a tough deal to lose to Joey McKenna in the semis and and uh, to come so close. There's just a bit there. There's not. There's a really fine line, I think, between you know wrestling for gold and having to get back into that fight for your life in the consolation bracket. And he found himself in that position there. I, I also didn't mention Mark Hall, Vincenzo Joseph were runners up. Uh, Hall at one seventy four, Joseph at one sixty five. And they go three for five in the finals. What did you just think about um, Penn State's performance just in that final round? Certainly got started with a bang. Anthony Kassar, right off the bat, they're starting at, at, at heavyweight. You know, uh, six-point move late in the second period. He gets going late on short time. Ends up really working out for him. All but put the match away uh, to beat Derek White 10-1. Well, overall, Penn State with the five finalists, you know, I don't think you can really complain um, about that. If, if you're Kale Sanderson, the coaching staff, Penn State fans, they showed out well. Um, and, and, you know, not that Vincenzo Joseph and Mark Hall's matches aren't important, but I think um, they won the most important matches. They sent the seniors out the right way. And maybe it's not the best way of looking at things, but, you know, for me, and we start – talking about Anthony Kassar, a guy is a senior that's never qualified for NCAAs, battled through some injuries throughout his career last year, just losing out on the uh, spot to go to the postseason to Shakur Rashid. He's a guy that has had a really long battle, and, and it's replicated from his high school days as well in New Jersey. At Mon- Montgomery High School, it became the fourth in New Jersey uh, history to win states after never qualifying. And he did that as a senior. He did that at NCAAs here. I don't know how many guys have, have uh, done it at the collegiate level, but I can't think all that many um, have have been able to do that outside of some true freshmen winning. So he he has had a tough wrestling career, and to see him win to avenge his lone loss of the season, to, to beat Gable Stevenson twice, this season, a guy that before Big Ten's hadn't been taken down, it's it's pretty incredible. And, and you can just see the excitement on Anthony's face. This is certainly going to stick with him for a lifetime. Uh, you know, certainly the most improbable of Penn State's wins in the finals there. And, you know, you really think back, you know, about a minute to go here, but uh, about the lineup tweaks that were made to start this season and sending Kassar up to 285. I don't know when that was in the works. You have Neville still behind the scenes. Uh, you have Shakur Rashid coming down. You have Bo Nickel going up. And I, I really think the Kassar to heavyweight was a tone setter and, and, you know, played a part in making this lineup more complete than I anticipated it would have been to start the year. 
Oh, no doubt about it. And, uh, and I think, you know, along with Kyle Snyder, we're starting to see that shift at heavyweight to find that more balanced of a weight. It's not up near 280 pounds. It's maybe right about 230, 240. Anthony Kassar, just completely lean muscle. He's able to hit that power double against just about anybody that he wants to. Um, and, and I think we're going to see more of that shift at heavyweight in general, but, um, Kale and the, and the rest of the coaching staff was able to find that way, find the right position for everybody. Shaq last year, a little too, uh, light for 197, fits perfectly at 184. Bo hated cutting weight, 197, optimal fit for him. And Anthony, it certainly worked out for him as well. I think it's hard to say otherwise. I like what he said after the match that he has, he has so much on his side, coaches, facilities, fan base, everything that if he's not a champion, it's his own fault. So he is a champion. It's nobody's fault right now. We got more coming up with Brandon on Penn State Wrestling coming up in just a moment. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hearty souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Hey, Penn State fans, here is your chance to take something off your bucket list. That's right, Go PSU RV is offering a full range of RV setups ready for a weekend of great tailgating at their Lion's Den, which is the closest single-game RV overnight lot to Beaver Stadium. You can arrive anytime Friday afternoon. Stay until Sunday morning, avoiding all that traffic. Don't miss this unique opportunity. Go online to gopsurv.com and reserve your RV today. Life gets complicated, and it only gets more complicated when things change, which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA. AAA. 